Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is Kyle and Drew, and we are bringing you yet another movie review that you didn't ask for from Comics for Fun and Profit. <laughs> Drew and myself, of course, went to the uh, the preview day for Shazam, DC's Shazam. And since we're one of the first people to see it, we like to sit down, talk about it from a comic perspective, from a you know movie geek perspective, uh, talk with you guys, give you guys our thoughts on it, and then hopefully you guys can watch this on the way home from the movie and feel like we were right in there with you, chit-chatting about what we thought about it. So, Drew, uh, I drug you to this one. I said, I really want to see Shazam. It's one of the top movies I want to see this year. I don't know why. I'm a big Zachary Levi fan, and I really want to go. And, Drew, I was not disappointed. I loved it. Yeah, I had no interest in going. I was uh, at zero expectation. I was like, eh, eh, I don't really want to see this. You know, DC's had a bad run. Mm-hmm. I loved it. It was wonderful. Um, what a what a hilarious, fun, great movie. I mean, totally they totally redeemed themselves. It was it was great. <laughs> yeah, I I really thought it was fantastic, and um, you know, it just just wonderful from beginning to end. Yeah, of course, Zachary Levi, I think, did a great job of Shazam. He is the embodiment of a fifteen year old in a superhero form. Um, I loved the fact that, you know, throughout Shazam, we're searching for the champion. We're searching for... Did we do spoilers? Oh, I'm sorry. Everything's going to be spoilers. We will spoil and talk about everything. I cannot physically not do that because I'm yeah. not good enough to talk around myself and things. So, spoilers, spoilers. So, you got the non-spoilery part. Drew and I very much liked it. We highly recommend you see it. We were very disappointed that it wasn't a packed theater. So, if you have the opportunity to go, go. All right, Spoilers. So, completely threw myself off my train of thought. But, uh, of course, Zachary Levi, they're looking for the champion, looking for Shazam. And I loved the fact that this Billy Batson is in no way, shape, or form the ultimate good guy. He's not the perfect individual. He's not morally great. We just ended up with him. But he is a good, 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 good kid and a good, 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 good character. But he is very flawed and very... You know, he's morally right, but he's not a, you know, at the beginning of the thing, we catch him breaking and entering and stealing things from cop cars. Yeah. And, yeah. And I love and, the and, fact that he's, he's angsty and he's angry throughout the whole thing. Yeah. That was pretty fun. Um, and, and, and that's probably, that might be true to the comic. I, mm-hmm. I, this is yet another time where I am woefully underprepared in the source material. I don't, I've read four issues of a three issues of a Shazam book and it's the new one that the Jeff Johns is writing with mm. Dale, Dale Eelsham on art which I'm loving um, but that's all I that's how all I know and um, it, I thought it was interesting to start with our villain yeah. you know so I was like okay well since most of the audience doesn't know the origin to this person this isn't pearls in the alley uh, Batman origin where we've seen it a million times. This yeah, it's is not a, Ben Parker. It's to, not Thomas yeah. and Martha Wayne. Yeah, yeah. This is this is something that no, people don't know the origin. Most of us, most most people don't. Um, and so, I think especially the casual movie go- goer, and, and and so I was like, oh okay. So his name is Thaddeus. I'm like that doesn't ring. That's not right. 
why are we starting on a different kid you know but we were doing the origin of the of the villain and it and it worked but it was i don't know why we did i don't know why we started on that mm-hmm. I, I guess i guess to establish him as a big bad it needed to start at the beginning so yeah and uh, his motivation is that he was told by the great wizard that you're not good enough and you'll never yeah. be good enough. And that's his major motivation for trying to get back there and essentially yell at the wizard and say, you know, I am good enough. And that great wizard, man, he was looking for the perfect kid. Yeah. Jaimon Hansu, the perfect kid. And, and like you said, uh, Billy Batson was not it, mm-hmm. but he just ran out of time. Um, and he had to do what he had to do. So, uh, yeah, that that was that was kind of a cool thing, you know. Well, he was he just kept kept looking and kept looking until we couldn't look anymore, and he's like, "All right, I guess <laughs> I guess you're it." I'm out of strength here. <laughs> Hold on to the wand. Yeah, um, but yeah, the the whole origin, you know, the first time that he shazams and trying to figure out his his powers was really hilarious. Uh, you know the the supporting cast, the rest of the ad- adopted kids in the group home, um, they all had a chance to shine, uh, some more than others. But you know, Freddie was is it Freddie? Yeah, Freddie. Yeah. Freddie. He the he crippled he, orphan. He was he really stole the show for me, and I thought he was he was just fantastic throughout, and it it, it was that was really. A really cool highlight and as i watched it because i am watching reading the comics you know i'm like oh there's a that there's a shazam family too bad we're not going to get that these guys would all be good members <laughs> of the of the bat of the shazam family and lo and behold well that's that's the crux of the uh of the, the third act yeah yeah the third act and that was incredibly rewarding um i i some some cheers erupted in the theater, and I I just thought that was awesome. That was mm-hmm. really a cool touch. Uh, there was a, there was so many cool cool hilarious fun moments here. Yeah, a lot of great stuff between Freddy and uh, Shazam trying to figure out his pow- powers, and Freddy secretly testing his powers behind his back to see what he has. And he's not afraid to throw his friend in front of a bullet. Even if it's his face, just to test out the limits of what his power actually is. Um, even the falling out they have in, in the second act is, is you, you know, it's well built. It, it feels like a legitimate argument that two 15-year-olds would have. Yeah. You know, the jealousy, the this, the division, the divisiveness. You know, should I just do it for money? I have no real wanting to do it. But, you know, we know Freddie as, you know, Cape Crusaders are essentially his life. That's what he does and wants to be with. And then he sees his friend given this ability and, and not doing what he thinks should be done with it. Um, it's it's satisfying the arc that those two have together, and uh, they work very, very, very well together. Yeah, too much time in a strip club. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some would say just enough time in a strip club. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was, um, it was, it was cool because, the, like, the evolution of, of discovering the powers and, and kind of, doing like a little busking on the, you know for money yeah. uh you know using his powers that that was pretty amazing um i, I just you know i found myself uh glued to the screen mm-hmm. uh, and and just you know gut busting laughs uh you know just hilarity hilarity 
and um, that was really good. And the guy from the Jaguar commercials was a really good villain. <laughs> yeah, Mark Strong. Is that yeah, his name? <laughs> Doctor Savannah. Yeah, yeah. He he was he was a pretty good villain. Um, him and the seven deadly sins. We uh, we had bantied back and forth about whether I was going to take my eight year old to this, but uh, those seven deadly sins are some scary looking bad guys. Yeah. So I'm kind of gra- glad I didn't because I think they would have scared the bejesus out of him. Possibly, I um, think if they had if they had removed the seven deadly sins or minimized them, um, this could have been a G movie. Mm-hmm. Almost, but they were right? legit biting people's heads off, and uh, they cursed like typical you know millennial f- or Generation Z fifteen uh, year olds mm-hmm. do currently. So it's not as kid friendly as I thought from trailers and posters. But it's, you know, it's nowhere near anything close to an R. Oh, no. No, no, no. Um, probably got It probably got a PG-13 or just a PG? Yeah, it got a 13. It was definitely a 13. Yeah. Uh, just for the violence and the, the scary situations, I'm guessing. And, and like I said, there was probably a dozen curse words in it that I, uh, I, I, I didn't know if they'd do or not do, but did end up in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, did you have any nitpicks with it uh, at all? Um... You know, not really. I, I really enjoyed it. Why did you? Yeah, they did exactly what I would have done if I was 15 with superpowers. So, you know, everything flowed well, made sense to me. I guess it was a little slow in, in, in the second act, but I didn't really even feel that way. I, I kind of was just along for the ride with him. Someone said, well, how long was the movie? I, I, I had no idea how long the movie was. It didn't feel like too long. I said, I think it was just a little over two hours. It was two hours and 12 minutes, and it didn't feel too long, and I'm glad they didn't go any shorter on it because so, I, I really liked it. Yeah, I mean, like, like I, did, they, I said, they started with the villain, but that was that was a quick couple of minutes, really. Mm-hmm. Um, they got through that pretty quickly and then went right into Billy Batson's origin of him looking for his mom. Yeah, and um, like they made his mom a complete douche, and I was very impressed that they stuck with that. They just yeah. made his mom an awful person. Yeah, and I guess that's what he needed to uh, find Push. out what really family is. Yeah, and, um, and that helped him do what he needed to do um, with with the Shazam family. Um, that was because uh, he was losing this battle pretty pretty poorly, pretty badly. Oh, yeah. um, up until he had the epiphany of transferring his power. To the Shazam family, to the rest of his his foster brothers and sisters, mm-hmm. and um, that was cool to see uh, the cameo. We, who did we get? Adrian was it Adrian Brody? No, what's his name? Yeah, um, yeah. Adam, Adam Brody. Brody. Adam Brody. Um, as uh, a, a super buff uh, Freddy. Freddy, and um, some of the other characters, they they uh, transformed well and and were able to still maintain their age. <laughs> and and that, that was that was pretty cool. Um yeah, the kids the kids really did did great acting and um there's this whole bully subline uh, subplot um that was going on with Freddy and in the school and um Billy Batson kind of let him down and it wasn't there for him. Um but that that played out really well and into the the credit the mid credit scene. Mhm. Um, no, that was just the, the last scene of the movie. Oh, that was just the last scene of the movie. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, then 
so that was that one worked out really well, and just uh, it, it, I'm excited for a sequel. I hope there's a sequel. There should be. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming it's going to do okay uh, in the box office, but it was it was well done enough to um, you know to to see what's next. Yeah, and we got a neat little cameo appearance in that very last scene of uh, uh, Superman from the neck down. So that hopefully is some foreshadowing for a Justice League tie-in, which is nice. Um, you know, Shazam is the realm of magic, and magic always scares me. Even Marvel, you know, I was I was very at a distance with uh, Doctor Strange and how that kind of stuff's going to work into it. I'm not a big cosmic guy. I like kind of more Earthbound stuff. But even in this DC world where we, 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 we're in a world of magic now and superheroes, I think it fit really well. I think he's a great superhero. Uh, this ranks up there as one of my favorite DC movies. Yeah, I was trying to think if I if there was anything I liked as much on the DC side, and um, I think this this had a much better pace than Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would put I would rank it above Wonder Woman, which was one of my recent favorites. Um, so I got to go back into like one of the Bat trilogies or something. Yeah. To, I put it up there find... with Dark Knight as uh, Dark Knight has been my number one, and this is right there with it. The Heath Ledger one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was a good one. I haven't watched it again though to see if it holds up. But uh, I guess I haven't watched this one again to see if it holds up. But but I yeah I I, I think this goes right up there with those. And um, you know, if not for Black Panther and Avengers, could be one of the better. Uh, comic book movies of recent times, really. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And our mid-credit scene at the very end, we get Mister Mind, Drew. We get Mister Mind, who is that little cali- caterpillar? Yeah, I did. I had no idea who that was, what that was about. I was uh, lost completely. <laughs> <laughs> he is a worm. That uh, let me see where is this at. I'm looking some of this stuff. He is a worm that first appeared in Captain Marvel Adventures number 22 back in 1943. That version of the character was pretty cartoony and spoke through a talk box that hung around his neck, similar to what we get in that mid-credits scene. Mm-hmm. And, you know, wears glasses. But he is a telepathic, uh, mind-controlling alien worm um, that is linked to the monster society of evil and all this stuff. And, you know, we get a, we get a look at him in the jar early on in Shazam when we uh when we first visit the wizard in the the rock of ages or wherever we're at I don't remember I don't remember seeing him Oh you don't remember seeing the little I remember a broken in the glass jar I remember and then we see it broken after the the seven deadly yeah. sins get out Yeah and we see uh that it's empty and then of course our mid credits we get this dude taken off and a neat little thing here Drew one of Mr. Mind's biggest moments came in the series 52 which you and I reference a ton. Oh, the yeah. New, yeah, the 52-issue series right before the new 52 hit, which ran between 2006 and 2007, where the villainous creature evolves into a monstrous hyperfly that fed on time itself, rather than its usual diet of brainwaves. Um, so, okay. maybe a little spec in the new 52, in, in that 52 series, if we end up having him transform into this hyperfly character. Um, that happened within 52, which I know I have the entire run sitting here right beside me. And I know you've had many, 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 many issues of that as well. <laughs> and, um, so, but that's not his first appearance. That's not his, his first appearance is in Captain Marvel 22 back in 1943. 
Yeah, I'm not going to get that one. Yeah, and I'm not sure about Dr. Well, but I was just, uh, I was very curious. I had to do a little bit of a deep dive into the Mr. Mind because I didn't know much about him. But, yeah. So, um, so he, uh, he ends up beating, besting the, the Seven Deadly Stins. They go back in the orb that, uh, what's his name? Professor Savannah? Dr. Savannah. Dr. Savannah, um, put in his eye or, or had his, or had placed in his eye. <laughs> um, and, and do they... I wonder if they make a return in the comics, or they bested once and that's it, or is this even is this something just for the movies? I think we have more of a rogues gallery that we probably won't get back to them. I think this was kind of a a one off for them. Yeah, yeah, it, it was it was pretty cool. I mean, I, they were pretty really really scary. Yeah, um, and and it was it was kind of neat the way it went back and forth between, you know smoky evil monsters biting heads off of board members mm-hmm. to um you know l- you know little kids trying to figure out what their superpowers are mm-hmm. and you know going through like a little notebook of 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 superhero tests which which really one of the best parts of the movie. Yeah, yeah. Really so many good stuff. laughs in there. You know, second only to the Say My Name with the Shazam family at the end got some of the bigger laughs in the whole movie. Yeah, yeah. Billy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was great. Yeah. Um, good, yeah, that it's good stuff. So, um, yeah, I don't really have any nitpicks. I, I, I thought it flew by. Mm-hmm. It, it really the, was. The Superman cameo at the end was hokey and dumb. I wish they'd have shown it would have been actually him, and they'd actually shown his face and did a little bit more with maybe a Justice League tie-in or maybe in meeting some of those characters. Yeah, but they were being yeah. vague, and I get it. Yeah, and and they never really did a good job with DC's never really done a good job of like using the end credits well. to merge things. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I and I think they came to the party late. I'm trying to play catch up, and you know, that's what that's what the audience is like. So let's try it. But I don't think they really get it. Yeah. Um. But it. But still, the, this movie was really well done. Um, worth going to the theater to see it. But I don't know that. Um, like a a theater immersion makes a difference. No, I think this will be fine on with on Blu-ray in your house. Yeah. Um. And I mean, I, 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 there really wasn't any like effects that would. I don't think there was a three. Was there a three D version of this? Yes, there was. I don't know where that would come into play. <laughs> maybe lightning bolts, and that's about it. Yeah, and yeah, maybe some of the flying scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, I don't. It, it didn't seem like it lent itself to anything o- overly three D. So. And like I was saying, like we saw Captain Marvel a few weeks ago, I feel no need to rewatch Captain Marvel ever again. I don't think. I already kind of want to watch Shazam again. Yeah, I yeah, I definitely I I prefer um, this to to Captain Marvel definitely, but but I would watch Captain Marvel again. I, I'd fast forward through the first fifteen minutes. <laughs> there you go. First half hour, fifteen minutes yeah. won't get you all the way there. <laughs> 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 but yeah, there's really, I mean, you want it. There's really no wasted seeds in Shazam. There you go. Um, and and it's, I, I think it's good for like 
really for the whole family, notwithstanding a couple of scary scenes with some some monsters. And so. some torturing of Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. He curses, doesn't he? Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. Santa goes off with some F bombs at the end that they bleep <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah. So that might be a tough one to explain to little Johnny and Susie. You know, yeah, you might want to think about that one. But yeah, between Aquaman, Wonder Woman, and this, uh, you know, DC seems to be doing much better, and uh, I have some faith in this. I think this was super well done. I think it fits in super well. In my mind, this is the Thor Ragnarok is to the Marvel Universe. Shazam is to DC. It's got that lighthearted feel, that laugh-a-minute bit, and that just lighthearted nature that I really both tugged at my heartstrings and I uh, I laughed way too much during. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I did too. Uh, laughed out loud. Belly laughs. It was great. Yep. Good stuff. So, if you guys like us uh, watching movies ahead of time and uh, throwing out these little short podcasts just to kind of give our thoughts and hopefully enjoy a little bit of conversation back and forth with our listeners over some of these movies we enjoy, um, let us know if you like this kind of thing. Let us know if you disagree. If you thought it was a, a 4 out of 10 and you think we're crazy <laughs> and, you know, I just have a man crush on Zachary Levi and I need to figure these things out, let us know here. Or if you agree, uh, it reinvigorated your faith in DC Comics movies, let us know that as well. Be part of the conversation. Uh, toss us a line and, uh, you know, just let us know what your guys' think. Please go see it. <laughs> Hopefully, well, you've already, if you're listening to this, you've already seen it. But, man, I was disappointed that there weren't a lot of people in the theater when we saw it for that preview. True. True. It wasn't, it wasn't packed house. Not at all. So, for Drew and for myself, see ya. <laughs>